to the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. I'm Travis. Hey, and we have great news. We are fresh out of quarantine. Yay, quarantine's Woo! over in Arizona. Coronavirus is over. It's it is gone. no longer around. Gone. Does not exist. Go do. Go back to your lives. Yeah. Everything is normal now. Everything is, is business as usual. Go back to standing right next to me in line at Walmart. Like you want to be in my hip pocket. Go back to sneezing on your neighbor. High five in your cousin. Hugging that stranger in line at Subway. Whatever you feel like doing. Nothing do. is off the table. Nothing is off limits now. Coronavirus is over, ladies and gentlemen. It's officially done. I think it's an important reminder at this at this juncture to remind people about simple niceties like deodorant. Uh, you're going to have to start wearing that again if you're going to go out in public. That would be nice. Uh, washing your clothes before you put them on. These are all things that we haven't done in, in months. Uh, and before you go out there, people, you're going to have to, you know, shape up. We can all uh, finally look like normal humans again instead of like we all joined the Grizzle Geek fan club. All <laughs> grizzled and long hair and, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah, you can go back to licking handrails and you can go back to being like the little fat kid I saw in Walmart and licking the frozen food doors and, you know, doing all that kind of cool things. Corona's over. I just love it. Our, our, uh, our wonderful governor was like, I applaud everybody for washing their hands the last two months. Yep. I applaud you for doing things you should have done as a child, since you've been a child. <laughs> that you do, should do every day, no matter what. I applaud you guys. Cause you guys have finally started. To what in the fuck? Is that the reason there was no soap on the shelves? Because everybody's washing. Does that goes to show you how many motherfuckers are nasty out there? It takes a it takes a pandemic to wash your hands. Yuck, motherfuckers! Wash your hands. Right. <laughs> yeah, especially especially uh, people in our demographics. Do you guys? Um, I, I did uh, like five or six years ago. We were doing a, a panel on uh, Phoenix Comic Con, and we were doing some videos for them. So we had to show up for the orientation for um uh the phoenix con and it had all 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 the volunteers yeah all the volunteers there and so this whole room of all these people and they you know they look like your your typical demographic and they're going through the rules and they spent 10 minutes and they had slides on hygiene they're like you guys have got to put deodorant on you got to wash your crotches because you know those <laughs> like after day one that place just stinks like prepubescent like like kids who are going through puberty but no one has told them like your body is producing oils and 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 smells and secretions you gotta get that shit locked down and so um hopefully the uh the nerdy comic crowd will will come out strong and clean when my son was starting to go through puberty, he'd walk up and I'd be like, hey, man, I'm going to let you in on a little fucking secret right now. What's that? You fucking stink. Go in there and put some deodorant on. You do not want to be in class. You do not want to be the stinky kid. But yeah. I guess 
I guess if 80% of the class is the stinky kid, I guess, I guess the clean kids are the, the minority. Yeah. <laughs> you smell like yeah. eternity for men. <laughs> <laughs> this year, this year I'm teaching sixth graders and they go from 11 to 12. So when they come in, they're like 11, they're just like little baby seals, right? Like they don't produce anything, but by the end of the year, they start stinking and your whole room just smells like whoppers. Like if you ever open up a whopper, whopper smells Fucking like onions, onion. yeah, onions and whatever that sauce is. I come in, I don't know if I should be disgusted or hungry, but I'm like, you guys, and then their parents aren't doing it. So I have to like pull them aside and have this conversation. They always start crying because you're calling them stinky in the nicest way possible. That's sad. Can my my brother when he was going through puberty, my mom was in like in denial, and his his shit smelled like chicken noodle soup. And I still make for him. <laughs> I still make fun of him this to this day. It smells like someone you know when you just pop open that can of Campbell's chicken noodle mm-hmm. soup that waft you get. That's that's what his bo smelled like. I was like, dude, that's his brand. Yeah, I was like, dude, you need to get deodorant. My mom would not buy him deodorant for the longest time because she was in denial that he was going through puberty. And I was like, the kid stinks. <laughs> Gotta have yeah. that deodorant, man. And I want everybody in on a secret. Just because you wash your armpits does not take the stink away. No, you live in Phoenix. It gets to be 120 degrees. <laughs> you need you need some pretty powerful under underarm deodorant and protection there. And, and the natural shit you buy lasts for about 76 seconds. Yeah, I was I was a stinky kid. I was so stinky, like in like third grade. I go take a shower, and I wouldn't like properly wash my armpits. And my my mom got to the point where after showers, I had to do like an armpit check, where she would stick her nose like my armpit, be like, "Nope, hop back in that tub. You stink." And it was so embarrassing. You just stand and let the water run on you for five minutes. And you got yeah, out. I'd be like playing with the action figures in the tub. I'm not I'm not doing any washing business. I get out. I'd be like I'd flick some soap on my armpit pit and try to fool her but she's like she got real in there she's she can have bloodhound just to sniff your pits huh? <laughs> yeah she just like go back in there i'm like scouring my 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 hairless armpits <laughs> as a six-year-old i think there's another psa we have to announce that axe body spray is not a sufficient cover-up <laughs> for actual antiperspirant deodorant no because then you smell like funk and yeah. axe and they don't mix well yeah you smell like Axe and ass. You smell like facts. (laughs) 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 All right. Well, this public service announcement has been brought to you (laughs) by coming out from Corona. You're leaving your house. Make sure to wash your nasty ass. Still, I've I've looked for the last week and a half since last Friday when they opened barbershops. Still can't get a haircut. Still a hundred and sixteen minute wait. I'll cut your hair for you. No, thank your you. Your hair's looking hot. Your hair's looking hot, tight. It's looking like it's... Oh, it's uh, just because I got out of the shower because I didn't want to be the stinky uh, kid on the podcast. So I showered before we started. <laughs> I literally I left to play in Call of Duty to go shower real quick. I grew up in a household where everything always smelled really good. My mom's one of those people where she always has candles going. And uh, we lived, we were, we're, it was a really clean household. So, like, if I, if I, if my house in any way stinks, like, the littlest bit, I freak out. Like mm-hmm. I, and sometimes those are hard to find. Like you'll walk through like a doorway or something and you'll catch that little whiff of like mildew like, and like you know, like a dog or dogs. And he had knocked out two walls because he was trying to, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> 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 he was trying to find the stink. 
Oh my god, man! Did you, go, you, had, you had a a potpourri mom. Did anyone have like moms that are really in the big in the potpourri, and they'd be in bowls, and that shit would smell so good, like cinnamon. You're like, can I snack on this? My <laughs> mom, my mom is the type of uh, uh, woman that decorates every for every holiday, and she decorates with candy and candles. Oh, so smell matches the holiday. So there's always candles around that smell like, you know, if it's Christmas, it smells like like evergreens and shit. And there's like Christmas color M&Ms in different color glass bowls everywhere or or uh, Christmas, different types of um, old school Christmas candy, like the, the, the rock candy that you can get in bowls everywhere. Like she did that type of shit. It was crazy, man. All right. Well, here's let's take this. Let's take this a little bit further. All right. Geeky question. Let's let's pick like three comic book characters, like a Spider Man. What if you had a Spider Man smell? What would a Spider Man candle smell like? Probably that stinky boy. It would it would smell like <laughs> Robert. It would smell like when Chicken. you were in high school and you come back to gym class after Christmas yeah, break and you wrestling. open that locker yeah. and it's just like that waft of funk and bo. Oh, like dirty when he would socks. take his mask off. Yeah. Oh, I got a good one. I got a good one. What if it smelled like a dark room, like the chemicals and stuff in it, like uh, you know. He is a photographer. Yeah. Um, Batman would be, um, it gotta be a leathery. It's gotta be like a leathery smell, That's right? That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Smell like fucking bondage. Flash would kind of smell like something was burning. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like burnt hair. Like, or mesquite or hickory. <laughs> uh, that Superman would be like cookies. Just cookies. Oh, yeah. American pie. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there apple, you go. Apple, it is. Apple pie. Yeah. Apple pie. I got, I got like a spiced apple. Man, we're good at this. Is someone writing these down? No, Cut to Kyle's like opening a chemical leather. lab in his garage, <laughs> making candles. <laughs> this is the super. This is Superman candle. I always oh, said, dude, so we can go. I'm, I don't mean to interrupt <laughs> you, but we'll just go to Walmart and I'll buy all the apple apple pie candles there, and we'll take it off and we'll put Superman logos on it. There you go. Aquaman yeah, smells exactly yeah, like or you even think better. You I always wanted to come up Let's with a start. that smelled like really good weed before you smoke it. Like if I could find candles uh, that smell like weed, like cannabis before you, you smoke it, then I think I'd be a billionaire. So you just want me to come over and shoot a skunk in your house? No, I would grow weed in my house, dude. Like just to, to aerate with that beautiful, like you, sometimes you can get like citrusy like skunk smells. But Ooh, anyway. solo, I think we should start a line on podcasts. Solo, every, like, solo will geek, geek debating you. Here. The uh, absolute geek smell. Solo geek says, uh, or solo wookie awesome. says that Captain America smells like apple pie, not Superman. Because he's, he's as American no. as apple pie. It's Superman is is apple pie, right? That's what they say. It's as American as Superman and apple pie. I think Wonder Woman smells like. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman would smell like sunflowers. I think yeah. I think uh, Captain America is Captain America's bacon and eggs. <laughs> Ooh, I can get behind that. Silvers. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you uh, Swamp Thing smells like Kush before you smoke it. There you go. Yeah, that's your <laughs> that's your <laughs> smell right there. <laughs> right. You just see Swamp Thing walking around, and Brian's just following behind him, just <laughs> sniffing him. Like nonchalantly, butt. like lighting a little bit of him, he's like, "Knock it off!" Like, we'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get that swamp stink. Yeah, 
Get out of here. Swamp ass. <laughs> he farts and Brian's like, ooh. It's <laughs> exhales like it's like a monster hit. <laughs> Bacon and uh, Someone has to have done that, right? Someone has to have done that in a swamp uh, thing run where they're like rolling up pieces of swamp thing. If not, um, trademark. Be, uh, uh, yep, trademark. Yeah. It's us. We're going to do it. <laughs> We'll talk about Swamp Thing, all that shit that happened this week. Where the rapper, the rapper is going to join Swamp Thing. Yeah, <laughs> they they kind of threw us. So they did a, a screwball on us, and they said they gave us Swamp Thing news and made us all think that Swamp Thing was coming back. Yes, the CW. Yeah, but they're just going to replace, redo season one, aren't they? Uh, they got the rights to it to continue it, so they they have the option to continue it if they want. But they're not shooting anything right now, yeah. so yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like we, all the CW shows are, are postponed until January 2021 anyway. So, we're not going to get any shows this fall either. So, it, it we is that what they're going to use swamping for to fill uh, in that time? That's what I'm thinking. They haven't really said, but that's what I'm thinking is that it's going to, that's where that's going to go. But Disney, I mean, DC Universe is pretty much done though because everything's going to HBO Max. They already said Doom Patrol is going to be considered HBO Max original content season two. And you're I didn't tighten like season three on there. So you get if you have Direct TV or subscribe to HBO, you get HBO Max for free. So there you go. You can catch up on say Titans that? and say that Doom again. Patrol. If you subscribe to um H- to Direct TV or HBO and any s- service, as long as you have HBO. You get HBO Max for free, the new streaming service. So anybody out there who has that and doesn't want to watch their HBO Max, just shoot me that code over. I'll send. I'll give it to you, Brian. Oh yeah, I did sign up for the um, Disney, ESPN Plus, and Hulu package the other day. There you go. Fucking, uh, I wanted to watch that uh, Wu Tang uh, show. Have you guys watched that? No. Yeah, I think we talked about it, didn't we? Or did we talk about it when it was coming out? Anyway, I thought it was great. Yeah, it's weird. It's and they're they're, re- they're really taking their time with it. Yeah, I mean that first season, you kept you keep expecting it. Like the next episode is like, when do we get to <laughs> like the stuff that I know? <laughs> yeah, is it like it, a slow, slow, slow burn? It feels like yeah, the it's wire. A slow burn. Yeah, kind of feels like the wire. You know, show I've been watching that I've streamed that I just found and got into what we do in the shadows based off the it's, it's a TV show based off the movie with mm-hmm. the Taiko TV did. Super I heard that's hilarious. Show. It's a very funny show. Very funny show. You can watch the first uh, first season and part in the like, first six episodes of season two on on Hulu. That's where I kind of found it. But super awesome show. Better than that goddamn stupid Ozark. Oh, yeah, I just finished season three of Ozark today. That show sucks. Oh, you mean the Of Mice and Men season? That's literally just stole the plot line from Of Mice and Men. <laughs> that show sucks. I couldn't get through season one. I was like, this is fucking garbage. Season one is like Breaking Bad clone. And then season two, it starts to step out of its shadow, but it's still kind of like whatever boring and is that when they open the three, casino yeah season three gets a little bit better but even by the end of season three like breaking bad i still cared about the characters all the way to the end ozark i'm just like i just want everyone to die already everyone sucks all the kids Whoa. suck everyone sucks everyone just needs to die already in that show what was that 
Uh, Max, what we do on the shadows, you can watch it on uh, on Hulu, but it's on Thursdays on FXX. So, good stuff. Yeah. See you guys later. Yeah, I I, I am still watching it, Jake, because I had to finish it. I had to. I was already invested, and I, I just had to finish it. That's how I am. Even if I'm not a, all about a show, if I've already been invested that much time, I've got to keep watching. I got. Well, here's it. my question, Matt. What do they do in the shadows? It's a, it's a show. Vampires, vampires, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. What, but do. what are they doing? What are they doing in the show? They have, they have all different kinds. Of, they have different things every episode. Like they have a, a vampire orgy one episode, and up oh, okay. another episode they go to a, a Super Bowl party at their neighbor's house, but they call it a Super Owl party because they don't pronounce it right. And there's three vampires, <laughs> and one of them there's well, it's actually four vampires, and one of their familiars who is a descendant of Van Helsing who wants to be a vampire and one of them is an energy vampire and he just like drains your, the energy out of people. And he's, he's my favorite character. Cause that's what you like to do to people. Yep, I just like to drain your energy. <laughs> just talk. <laughs> uh-huh. Like a cooler, like in Vegas. Yep. They can send those people up to you. Yeah. Jay knows the best and en- best is the energy vampire. Absolutely. <laughs> a casino hires Matt to come up there and it's like, Hey guys, uh, what are you doing? Did you guys see the new Superman? And they're like, oh, yeah. God. Craps. So did you know that in the casino, the best odds is the craps table and just have, break it down? Did you guys it. see that they have a Back to the Future or a slot machine? There you go. <laughs> hey, I'm really not fucking dead. <laughs> there you go. Does anyone smell like uh, soup here? <laughs> I like how he sounds very the Kermit the Frog. Yeah. Kermit the... Matt the... Start setting everything up. So uh we're gonna we're gonna do the hot ten here in a little bit. Oh, there you go. Who are you doing it with? Pull it off with you guys. So let's try and pull it off again like we did last time. We're gonna try and double broadcast it, huh? Yeah. Let me give you guys the uh double broadcast this code. I don't even remember how we did the double broadcast this time. I'll figure it out though. I think you you might have went to the YouTube and done the YouTube off split or something. I think I just changed the the window. Changed it. StreamYard's in the private chat, guys. I'll figure it out. Fuck yeah. There you go, Travis. You can come talk real comic books with us. Do I got to click on this link? It's better than fake ones. Better than fake ones. But stay on this one, too. Okay. Yeah. And then just uh, mute yourself in in the one that Matt's in, or Matt can mute all of us. Or actually, you don't even need to, right? No, I, I did that. Yeah. And then, so click that link, and I'll uh, I'll bring you guys in. Ooh, I feel like I'm in two places at once. I know we're we're doing this all over again, huh? Two places oh, at once. One giant step for mankind. Oh wow! Oh, you sound oh, cool you sound with cool the echo on there. One giant leap. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna echo. How did I do this before? I can't remember how I did it before. To not have that giant ass echo. I think you muted all of us on flip side, and then you just um, you shared the uh, YouTube from the hot ten. I could do that. 
All right, so just mute all your guys' self on on the flip side one, and uh, that means people who are watching us on the flip side can't hear us. No, they'll hear us once once the YouTube thing is going. So once we once I hit live, Matt will switch to the YouTube. I'll give you the link, Matt. No, no. Here's he's saying that flip side won't hear us if we do it that way. I, I yeah, honestly can't remember how we did it without the, all the echoing. No, flip side will hear us because we're not we're not muted in the other one. Remember, you guys yeah, come over to the flip side, so we're not muted in flip side, but we'll be muted in absolute. And then Matt just shares the YouTube, and the audio is coming from the YouTube. Um, the echo is not the echo's not that bad for me, so it doesn't matter. Let's see. Because I don't think that's how I did it last time. I think I, I had two StreamYard windows open. I can't remember. I can't remember. But we'll figure I it out. I can't remember. I can't remember. What do you not remember? How I did it. How I broadcasted both of them last time. I'm not echoing. Well, because I don't have... Do? I'm not in the... The stream yard I was echoing a minute ago. <laughs> Let's try it now. Yes. Yeah, see. Yeah, see. Whose who's speakers who's are we coming through? Mine, probably. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah, I can yeah. Hear you. Are we, is anybody echoing? Yeah, you've got a crazy echo. It's not, like, it's not like you're like in a pool. You're in a pool. What about now? That's much better. Yeah. All right, so I muted myself yeah. on 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 the the Absolute Geek Streamyard. Okay. So mute yourself on the Absolute Geek Streamyard, and then once and then you should have the link to the YouTube already, right? You want me to give you that? Uh, I mean, I could just put it through the. Because if I mute us through the Streamyard on my end, it's going to mute our stream, and I don't know if we're going to come through. Oh, I'll I'll try it. If, it, if everything goes dead to everyone, that you, that's why. I'll try it, though. Let's try it. <laughs> We're going to try it. We're going to give it a go. going to give it a old college try here. Two podcasts at once. Do you, do you think this is what you're going to be doing tonight, Travis? I want to be a party pooper. <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Poop on any yeah. parties. Hold on a second. All right. Okay. Because um, i got to find... Energy drainer. CBSI. All right. Um, All right, man. Yeah, I'll give you the link, Matt. I've I've got it. I've got it. Because I, I, I could just screen, but then it'll be double. I can't remember how I did it last time. Did I? Um... Yeah, I can't remember how I did it last time because I don't think that's going to work. Um, because I can do screen share and show it, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, just I mean, go ahead and I guess start. Our audience isn't going to see anything until I can get this. All right, up and running. So make, make sure we're we're muted on uh, Absolute Geek. 
Can you guys hear me? I mute myself on Absolute Geek. Yeah, and keep yourself on on uh, the other one. Well, because then they're not going to be able to hear us on our channel. It's going to only become through. Uh, But if you if you if you um, if you share the YouTube video and then share the audio from the YouTube video, they should hear it, right? But what I'm saying is if I mute myself and mute everyone on our end, everything comes through StreamYard through my system into what we stream through. So it's going to be – it's not going to come through. We can try it. Let's try it. Okay. Well, we can mute everybody. I will mute you. myself here, and then we will do this. Can everybody on our channel hear me? Check, check, check. Microphone check. All right. Let's do this. Yeah, see, it's not going to work. Okay. You, um, I, I, we have, if you want to try and figure it out, we can, uh, we can wait a couple minutes and uh, shoot the shit about something else And if you want to try and figure it out. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Because how did I, I think I did it this way before go ahead and do this checks in the mail this let me switch this to uh, you you know uh, brian probably relates this you know when you when you put stuff up on ebay and then you're like, you know, that's not a bad price. And then they sell within seconds and you realize it's shit. Yeah. I undercut myself. Yeah, what'd you put up? I sold uh I sold quite a few things, but they just were like it was like instant. Like I sold the uh Thanos 13. So I, I had bought two. I had got one, and I ordered one off of eBay. And the one I got off of eBay came like the left, the bottom left corner was kind of blunted a little bit from shipping. All right, let's try right, this. Let's try this. Uh, uh, I can hear myself coming through Brian's computer. Uh, give me a one in the chat or one of our moderators. Somebody let us know if you can still hear us on our stream, and you can see the. Uh, hot Ted stuff on the stream. Check, check, check. Yeah, check. But I put it up for like, and I and I showed a picture of it, and I. Um, All right, let's try right, this. Let's, and I let okay, it know. Yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. I figured it out. Okay. Okay. All right. Here we go. To be concluded later. This is why you guys have three-hour podcasts. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> because we try to do things on the fly because you know we're like progressive and edgy and and things just all get right. all messed up. All right, so as soon as this this drops, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce us. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me see here. Actually, is there an absolute geek logo? I was gonna see if I can throw up an absolute geek logo. Hold on. Oh, I gotta fix this because I'm all cut off here. Um, you got a second if you want to do it. There we go. All right, I'm going to throw up this Absolute Geek logo. But, yeah, I think I put the, the Thanos 13. Oh, all right. Are we ready? We will be. But I put the Thanos 13 up for, like, 
35 or 40 bucks. And I had said, right. ready? All right, here we go, guys. Uh, I'm going to let it go down for 10 seconds and then I'm going to drop it. Here we go. Okay. Going live now. Welcome, everybody, to the CBSI Hot 10 Comic Show for the week of May 15th, 2020. I am uh, here with uh, a, a good group of uh, friends from the Absolute Geek Podcast. Um, boys, why don't you introduce yourself? Kyle? I'm Kyle from Absolute Geek. I'm, uh, I'm Travis oh. from Comic Exposure. I'm oh. just going in the order. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yep. <laughs> no problems. I'm Matt from Absolute Geek. How's it going, everyone? So uh, make sure you guys, if you get a chance, check out the Absolute Geek podcast, check out the Comic comic Exposure podcast. Um, we're just uh, a bunch of guys talking uh, comics and uh, joking around, having a good time uh, shooting the shit. Um, I think you'll enjoy it. But uh, we're going to get into the hot 10 uh, right away here. Um, before I start, I want to um, make sure everybody... Uh, do yourself a favor and, of course, go over to comicbookinvest.com uh, where you can see the Hot 10. Um, if you just go to the uh, comicbookinvest.com, the Hot 10 will always be on the right side of the page. Um, and you can see all the, your amazing articles, uh, a really good new article about clowns uh, that is going to be um, talking about the three card money, which is a new show on Flipside YouTube channel uh, where they uh, pull out three clown comics and talk about it. It's a really good show. Make sure you guys check that out and uh, we will get right on into it. Gentlemen, here we go. Uh, the golden age book. This week is, uh, I thought this, this was interesting. This was the, um, I don't know how to say it. It's kind of uh, risque, risque title type stuff. Um, I like to call it risque in the hay. It looks like exactly if it's an artwork, yeah. Exactly. I mean, if it's it's golden age, it's going to be risque and, and in the hay and called popular teenagers. I can see why she is. Popular Teenagers number 10 by uh, artist of this cover is L.B. Cole. Uh, L.B. Cole, a great Golden Age artist. What Ben writes about this is very few sales of this book ever, but it is an L.B. Uh, Cole cover. So it makes this romance book really cool. And an 8.5 sold this week for $1,500, which yes. is about six times guide. So um, this again, guys, this is what we talk about every every time we show you guys uh, Golden Age books, color, the yellow, the red, um, mm -hmm. the, the risque things, uh, the headlights, the uh, rolling around in the hay, like you said, Travis. Um, it's that bleeding of those the leaves, the yellow in those leaves, how they bleed up into the stars. I mean, that's, that's yeah. cover craftsmanship right there. So if, if you can ever find something uh, this lovely, that old uh, color like that, make sure you uh, pick it up if you get a chance. All right, on to the second honorable mention this week. Uh, this is an interesting one. Superman, number 38 from 2015, uh, the Lee Motor, 1 in 50 variant. This is uh, the from the Jeff Johns run. Um, and what Ben writes about this is zero sales until this week when one sold for $15. Uh, the only one listed at the moment for five times that amount. 
You may be able to find this one on major on certain major online retailers. I don't think that people realize that this is one of the very few Stargirl incentive variants out there. Is it the only one? That's a great question. If you guys know if there's any Stargirl incentive variants, uh, make sure you comment uh, on the live feed or uh, in the comments on the page. Do you guys know if there's any? Uh, can you guys think of any uh, Stargirl mm-hmm. uh, variants? Not, only thing I would think of is maybe no. some Alex Ross stuff where she's on uh, the JSA team. I I can't think of this, but you know, Stargirl. I was think I was trying to I was trying to remember or think about it, but. Yeah, Stargirl being um, in the, uh, you know, they're going to start doing the, uh, the the TV show coming up here mm-hmm. soon. So um, I'm always been a big fan of Stargirl. Uh, I love Jeff Johns um, writing her, and I love uh, uh, the Alex Ross stuff um, whenever he, you know, he would do JSA. So maybe there's some stuff in there for that. Uh, number 10 is an interesting one. Number 10 is hollers back to last week's uh, list. With Ball and Chain, if you remember last week's number one item, uh, number one comic that week was Ball and Chain number one from Homage um, because of the news that The Rock and um, uh, Emily Blunt, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, are going to be playing the characters in this in this movie or TV show, whatever it's going to be. So um, the number 10 slot this week is held by Ball and Chain number one, the advanced copy. Um, so some comics will send out advanced copies where it's just the script type thing and or, or no cover, and uh, it'll be just like a couple quick, you know, like ash cans or something like that. But uh, this one is kind of interesting because there was a beat up copy that sold this week for two hundred dollars. Um, yeah, and about a month ago, a nicer copy sold for ten dollars. So. <laughs> Uh, you know the the just the regular number one, um, which was number one on the list last week, is you know forty fifty dollars uh, I believe at the time last week. So two hundred dollars for that was nobody was even thinking about a week before is pretty good. Which, what uh, I like about this cover, I like what the cover we're seeing now is just the fonts. The fonts on this are, <laughs> I mean, are, it, it takes me back to a classical era. I, it takes me back to my typing classes. Bold, unbold. I mean, this is some your, really advanced stuff Your days stuff as a here. theater kid? Is that is it <laughs> getting ready for your, your school play? I made a, I made a flyer. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to both shows. This was actually announced this week that uh, Ball and Chain was it's going to be on netflix netflix won the bidding war between the streaming services for ball and chain so you will see that on netflix nice. it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be really interesting yeah, like, and like Zoloki pointed out despite the not for resale on the bottom it sold for over 200 bucks huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right on to uh number nine this week the man called Nova, Nova number one from 1976. 9.8s had softened from the $1,000 they were getting back in the fall of last year all the way down to about 800s. But rumor of an annihilation movie with Nova and Adam Warlock has put some pet back in the step and they have jumped back up to 1,000. Nice. Uh, but be cautious that of where that rumor originated. And I don't know where that rumor originated. Um, I imagine it's uh, one of the less trustworthy um web pages uh where we hear all these uh, movie rumors and whatnot so so you're saying that you definitely don't have this covered i definitely don't have this covered <laughs> <laughs> on to number eight. Oh, here you go matt one of your favorites one of your all-time favorites 
Ultimate Fallout number four, the first appearance of Miles Morales. Uh, this book is is going crazy again. Um, it was on here a couple weeks ago, uh, but uh, what Ben writes is ignoring some of the out of left field sales that are likely from someone thinking it was the first print. Uh, the second print is the on the list this week because it just sold for over $100 at the beginning of the year for 9.8 copies and sales this week have passed $300. So uh, I didn't realize, I, I forgot that the second, there was a second print about this uh, with this cover. I always thought that the first, the second print was the, um, the one where uh, it just shows his face up close. Um, I dollar bin this book. Did you really? Great yeah, book to find a dollar bin. I have it uh, in my stack of possible sales right now, actually. You throw I it out there. I dollar binned it um, one of the times we were at Jesse James digging through comics when we, we had those huge collections. That, and I just I pulled it out. And yeah. actually, at first I pulled out and bought it. And then when I looked closer, I was like, oh, man, it's the second print. It's a score. But now hey, it's 100, 100 bucker. That quick, it became a score. Yeah. So, um, uh, well, on to number seven. This is Marvel Previews number 95. Now, I know some people are going to go crazy right now because we're throwing a previews book uh, again on the Hot 10. But, uh, you know, some people like this type of spec. I'm, for one, of the type of person that if, if I really like a character, I want to find all the early appearances, including the advertising appearances. You know, I'm that type of collector. So um, it's not really what Ben writes is not really a comic per se, but some people seem to value it for previewing Miles Morales as Spider-Man. Raw copies kind of range from $25 to $75 before, but multiple 100-plus raw sales this week, as well as a $2,100 nine. Sale, not my cup of tea, but I'm just reporting what is going on. I did not realize people were grading previews. I mean, this is just the Marvel's preview. This isn't the super thick one. Remember, the the Marvel's preview is like a regular size book inside there. But that's still crazy to me. Yeah, I always used to dig uh, at long box hunting at cons. Was always fun to find previews in and just kind of pick them up because they were just kind of like. Eh, I'll just throw them in the bag or whatever. It's, it cost me pennies on the dollar. And and now they're becoming a commodity, huh? Yeah. it's That's it's, what I do with my previews. Like, you know, you get them from the comic book store. They come on top of all my, my weekly readers. And when I'm done, I just put them in the box with everything else. As I'm flipping through books looking for them, all those previews are in between everything. And they just kind of sit there. Yeah. Well, I, you know me, uh, Kyle. I love any type of old school preview type magazine, whether it's you know, like uh, Amazing Heroes or uh, even previews, even Wizard. I love grabbing all that type of stuff. So I love the anatomy. On, I love the anatomy on Spider Man here in this too. Back of the head. Yeah. All right. Uh, on to number six this week. This one's interesting. Uh, Red Rooster. Shout out to uh, Brian Wood uh, for. Uh, his uh, first uh, comic cover appearance. Uh, um, uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, selling in Walmarts only, the secondary market price is $20 plus. Not bad for a $5 book that no one has really ever heard of. If anyone has read it, what are your thoughts? So I don't know, I, but I heard a rumor. I heard somebody talking um, 
about a book that was put in put out for a Kickstarter and the Kickstarter never went through. So they they gave it to and they were selling at Walmart's. I don't know if this is that book, but I'm surprised that uh, a non uh, Marvel or DC book is selling at Walmart. This cover is awesome with the watercolors on it. It's fantastic. Yeah. I haven't well, seen a book outside of Marvel or DC at uh, Walmart. What's that? I haven't seen a book outside of Marvel and DC. Yeah, neither have Walmart. I. Neither have I. What's a what's a Red Rooster power? What's a let's see what's his power set here? Uh, I imagine it had probably has something to do with uh, Soviet stuff. Maybe I don't know. It almost looks kind of Soviet style mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Uh, this is definitely not on my radar. But, hey, if you're walking in your local Walmart and you walk past uh, the cards and comics section and you see one of these for five bucks, uh, grab it and sell it for 20. You know, make yourself a, a couple bucks. He wants to cockle doodle do good. I'll see <laughs> myself like out, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. <laughs> He's just a Russian who's really good at waking yeah. people up. Come, yeah. Wake up. You're going to be late for work. Come on. Uh, let's go. <laughs> Well, uh, before we go on to the next one, um, I want to uh, remind everybody again uh, about CBSI and comicbookinvest.com. Uh, this next book uh, is uh, part of the Star Wars craziness that has just been going nuts lately. Um, and uh, there's a really cool new article on here that gives you an idea of the timelines in the Star Wars um era different eras throughout the star wars universe uh and it gives you books in the, that uh, take place during those timelines and this helps a lot just to kind of get an idea of where everybody's at in the different timelines you don't think about that a lot um but uh i, I love shit like this i love lists like this that you can really geek out on and um find out other stuff about maybe timelines that you really loved uh a lot of this stuff you know goes back to the to the book canon and stuff but there's some really great new star wars articles coming out every day over at comicbookinvest.com so make sure you guys go and check them out um and uh make sure you guys check out comic uh, uh absolute geek podcast where i am joined by my homies right now i appreciate so, the accidental plug <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with a good accidental plug uh so this is is star wars craziness we've been talking about it on absolute uh, last couple of weeks we've talked talking about it on cbsi and, and flip side the last couple of weeks it's just nuts and the rumors or the talks about um bubba fett uh being in the mandalorian and whether we're going to see his daughter is kind of making this book uh star wars tales number seven just go through the roof uh should have been on the list last week uh, ben you know even said that but uh it just kind of happened so quick when the news came out and what ben writes is anything boba fett is hot at the moment after being announced for the mandalorian how are they going to do this though uh will his resurrection suck or will they use his daughter who appears here first as a baby in any case, people are take are gobbling this one up for um, seventy five to one hundred dollars plus raw. So oh. again, another Star Wars book that'll give you a hundred you know hundred bucks in your hand if you can find one. So, oh, the cats in the cradle on the Endor moon, little boy <laughs> blue. <laughs> I, hey, this this cover is kick ass, and there's also a really cool photo variant to this cover. It's kind of seven. It reminds me of like a '70s style photo variant of Boba Fett. It's weird, but um, 
I love this series. Star Wars Tales is a great series. You can find a lot of first great first appearances there. And uh, Star Wars is going to be on this list for a long time to come. And a lot of these cool first appearances are starting to shoot through the roof. So on to number four, uh, with news of Sweet Tooth, uh, you know, being made into a series, it's back on the list. And this book is doing well for a while. Ben writes sometimes hitting the $50 mark, but mostly selling for the $30 to $40 range. That'll change this week as copies have been selling for $100 to $125 to $200 raw after Robert Downey Jr. tweeted about how he's producing the show for Netflix. Crazy. Remember, I think I think we found this in a collection, Kyle. We, there was like three runs of it. Mm-hmm. And this is a great series, really great series. Uh, if you if you get into it, it's a really cool series, and it's going to be a really cool show. But two hundred dollars raw for this book is nuts. Crazy. I don't know why someone doesn't offer Jeff Lemire kind of like what Miller got, where it's like we're we, we're, we like a network's like we want to purchase all mm-hmm. your original stuff together because Jeff Lemire's got it's so many different genres and there's such a wealth of material there. I'm yes. going to say it's only a matter of time before that happens. Yeah, only yeah. a matter of time. Yep. All right. On to number three this week. And we can't have a top 10 list without uh, Noel making his appearance. And uh, here he is in Web of Venom number one, the second print. And what Ben writes is uh, what I basically what I just said. Can't keep him off the list. Uh, $5 a week ago, this book was going for. And now it's a $70 book. So it's about sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like old hag syndrome right there. That almost looks like a, a cover, or I mean, homage to a, a, a Venom cover, an old school Venom cover. Um, How much do you Venom- think the the delays with Diamond and all that are up in the hype around Noel? Because I know we're all supposed to start getting the uh, great, his, great question. His stuff in the in the books, and it keeps getting postponed, so it's just upping that hype for him. Yeah. I think I think there's a lot of hype that's being cattywampus right now because of everything that's going on. But I think Noel is a really good character to spec on. Um, yeah, we just did a, a Silver Surfer Black on the Comic Exposure podcast. Uh, and uh, Matt likes that. Uh, and Noel's in there, and I, I love the design of it. It's a great character. Yeah, that book uh, – that, that – uh, book that he was in that series was on the list last week i believe so i mean you just like ben says you can't keep him off the list he's just too hot the spec is really good for this character um i if you can find books if you have books you know his first appearances uh i would hold on to him and uh maybe see what's going to happen in the movies coming up all right uh last two books of the list uh Ahsoka, she's just so hot right now that you you can't expect her not to be at the top of the list. And not only is she at number two, but she's at number one also. So, <laughs> you got really, you got you got really Magatti right there. You're like Ahsoka, so hot right now, so hot. <laughs> Everybody, uh, Travis lives over in Japan, so uh, he he kind of like uh, I don't know. Is Ahsoka Japanese? That kind of sounds a Japanese. It sounds like a Japanese name. Ahsoka. It does. It has all the it has all the syllables of a Japanese name. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but before I go any further, because I just remembered you're out there in Japan. What's like? What's it like over there in Japan right now with the quarantine? How are you guys doing? Uh, you know, uh, it's you know we're things are locked down. People are working from home. It's opened up a little bit more. Uh, Japanese are so used to dealing with panics and and tragedies uh, that there's. 
even though that they're being very responsible about stuff, there is a sense of like, I just don't feel as less, I feel like the, the nature is less panicky. I feel like people are a little bit more level headed about how they go about things. Uh, and it seems to be working out well. We don't, we're not, things aren't spiking here. So, and also they're a pretty cleanly culture. I mean, everything is wiped down before this. People were, were masked all the time. So, all right. And back to from that U turn. Uh, number two uh, is Star Wars, The Clone Wars. Now, this is the book that, I would uh, love to own right now. I tried to buy a copy for an outrageous price last week. And a matter of fact, I'll, I'll just say, I tried to buy this copy for $1,300 last week. Guy had it available. Guy had it up for $1,400 or buy it now for like $1,400. I put in an offer for $1,300 and he's like, sorry, I can't. I was like, Jesus Christ. I mean, this this book is hot. <laughs> and I this is one of 1,000 copies. There was 10, I think they sent 10 copies to the 10 stores that sell the best in the Dark Horse stuff. This is when Dark Horse was doing their 100 Dark Horse 100 stuff where they were doing all the extra cool variants. So this was one of those one of 1,000 copies. And uh, Star Wars The Clone Wars number one variant now. Like I said, I, I tried to buy a copy for thirteen hundred uh, and it got shut, you know, turned away. This book is, you know, selling for ridiculous prices, uh, raw five six hundred, um, maybe even more. And a nine point eight sold for thirteen sixty. There we go. And a raw copy sold for eight fifty is what Ben writes. So um, I love this book. Super tough to find in, in good grade and super tough to find at all. But uh, if you have one, let me know. Uh, and the regular variant, the regular version of Star Wars, The Clone Wars, number one, uh, is another super hot book, obviously, first appearance of Ahsoka again. And this book, Ben writes, is $800 and $900 sales this week for a 9.8. We talked about this book ad nauseum, but it is otherworldly hot right now. A 9.6 copy will run you 500 as well. So uh, just crazy stuff. I'm really excited, though, to see where this is going. What do you guys think we're going to see in Mandalorian? Do you think we're going to see Boba Fett's daughter? Uh, maybe season three, but I don't think season two. I think they're going to tease it towards the end. And do we see uh, Sabine in this season two? I think so, yes. That could be huge. That could be huge. And I saw that they just um, they just got Katie Sokoloff. Is that her name? to reprise uh she voiced one of the characters in clone wars and she's mm -hmm. going to play the character in mandalorian it looks like uh so i love what they're doing they're really catering to the fans um kathleen kennedy be damned uh i i love john favreau and what he's done he's really put star wars on his back and kind of taken it back into the into the uh the rare air so um so yeah. like uh, Oh, ahead, say, yeah, like Ahsoka, Ahsoka is so hot right now. She's going to be in Mandalorian season two. She's supposed to have a bigger role in season three. And there's talk of a spinoff series for her on Disney Plus. So I think she's going to be a character that's around for a long time. And it's going to change Star Wars history more than she already has. Um, well, the interesting thing is that she, she is a tie to Skywalker. And they said they weren't going to, they were done with the Skywalker saga. saga. But if you have Ahsoka as a main character in the story, you're, there's no way you're not going to talk about Anakin Skywalker. No, like, period. Mm. So I'm, I love that shit because that's what I am really uh, – uh, I'm really fiending for some Anakin Skywalker where he's evil 
you know, storylines like we're seeing in Vader, um, uh, where he's going out and taking out in the early uh, the reissue for Marvel, where he's going out and taking out all the other Jedi's. I want to see that type of stuff. So maybe we will. Maybe we will. All right. Uh, thank everybody. Thank you everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, make sure you guys go check out Absolute Geek Podcast. Give them a sub. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you sub to Flipside. And um, check out all the new shows that are going on. And uh, we're getting really close to 1,000 subscribers. So uh, give us a share or two. And um, we really appreciate it. Other than that, you guys got anything else? No. no. That's it. Thank you. All right. Happy collecting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Later. All right. That's fun as always, guys. Hell yeah. All right, I'm jump back. the whole time on this channel. Fun as all. There we go. Hell yeah. I was, that was quick. I appreciate you guys uh, working through that with me. Yeah. yeah. That's easy. Always. It's always fun to do. I almost but. put that that uh, second print, I almost put it on eBay for like $5 yesterday. <laughs> and I put it up. I, I, I got it out. And this is kind of I was I got it out. I was looking at it and I dropped it back in the box. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just wait. I'm not going to worry about it. I was like, I'm not going to worry about putting this miles up for five bucks. I'm glad I did it now. Yeah, hundred dollar book, dude. I would have wondered why it sold in about eight point one seconds. Yeah, I would have been pissed. Staying on the the Star Wars. Did you see that? Uh... The guy who's playing, who's gonna do Boba Fett, who played Django in the prequels, is also gonna be Rex. Yes. In uh, Mandalorian, so I mean, you're getting, you're, and there's a lot of talk that you're getting a lot of characters from Rebels gonna show up in there too. So you're kind of getting the, the big crossover for all, like everything's kind of intersecting in the Mandalorian universe. It's it's pretty interesting. Did I show you guys these last week? Yeah. No. Star Wars books. So all the Star Wars shit's going crazy. And so I went up and I was going through, I think I was going looking for some cards or something. And I saw uh, a short box that said Star Wars on it. So I grabbed it and started going through it. Almost every single one of the books that's super hot right now, other than those Clone Wars books was in here. This is that uh, Knights of the Old Republic. This is supposed to be a big book be um, because of the Mandalore shit. Uh, Knights of the Old Republic number one. This is a, a super hot book right now. Dark Times number one, super hot book right now. All the Ace Adventures stuff, super hot right now. This book right is a you know $150 book right now. It's the uh, first first full appearance of Revan, but he's a Jedi, and I have two of them. This book's super, super hot. If you guys have copies of this, hold on to this book. This book is going to go crazy. Uh, Legacy number one, uh, Adam Hughes cover two. Found three of those. Found the Han Solo uh, variant and the Boba Fett variant. Couldn't believe it. That's 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 the type of shit that like I, I was going through this box and instantly got excited to maybe go check out a comic shop. Has Ahsoka hasn't shown up in the Marvel Star Wars comic series yet, has it? Has she? No, no. So when no. she finally makes her first appearance, when she finally makes her appearance there, because we all pretty much guarantee it's going to happen. What's that going to? Do you think that's going to change the the Dark Horse stuff that she's no. in? No, because that, that Dark Horse stuff is. It's already been cemented as her first appearance, you know, and by go 
by what um, Star Wars is doing with Mandalorian and all the characters that they're bringing up, you know, when, when Kathleen Kennedy said, we're not, none of the comic stuff is canon, that's, John Favreau basically told her, go fuck yourself and started bringing in comic shit as canon. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, um, yes. So we're going to see a lot of stuff. There's there's a really good article on comicbookinvest.com that is like, uh, you know, gives you like 200 books of all the first appearances in Star Wars. And you can just check out that article on your phone, go to your local shop and just start looking through those. And you can probably find, you know, $50 books for a couple bucks. Because Star Wars, everything Star Wars is super hot right now. Darth Maul. Star Wars. Um <laughs> There are people that are going crazy over Star Wars magazines where it was like the first appearance of Sabine, Ahsoka from the Clone Wars, you know? Why Why? Why is this all of a sudden? I mean, like, you know, I could see it like a year ago before the, the latest movie came out and or even in the fall of Mandalorian. Is it just like just slow build to this point or? No, it's it's been it caught fire. When um, what's her name got announced as being rumored as casting uh, Rosario, okay. and yeah. just started catching even more fire and more fire and more fire, and, and then everything else because of Mandalorian, and then announced castings to that made all those other books go crazy, and now everybody's going, okay, I want to find all the first appearance of all the the Siths, I want to find a first appearance of all the cool Jedi's, I, you know, all the first appearance of all the cool bounty hunters. Well, you, do you, you think the, you think with everyone's time indoors, people have finally had maybe had a little more time to consume some of the ancillary stuff, and so they've been like going and watching Clone Wars and and going in and maybe reading some of these uh, comics on like a Kindle and, and things like that. You think it has anything to do with just the amount of time? And well, and, I think yeah. I think definitely, but the the quarantines helped, and Disney Plus having that you could watch all that on mm-hmm. Disney Plus helped too. But like Brian would say, it it started with the Mandalorian. Things you could it started simmering and then it picked up a little bit more when Rise of Skywalker came out. But when when the final season of Clone Wars hit, in like the last three episodes, it cranked it up to like eleven, and just all of a sudden with the way the way Clone Wars ends and ties into everything and Ahsoka cementing herself as a badass in the Star Wars universe, it, it just exploded again. And it like Star Wars is crazy all over again. So. I, I never watched the Clone Wars, and we might have talked about this before. I'm not a big fan of that style animation. I tried watching the first couple episodes of it. Do do I don't know if you guys are a big f- style, uh, fan of that animation. Does that drop away, and you, is the story just get more engrossing, where you it, like the animation doesn't affect it much, or do you think one of the reasons that that show is such a hit is because the style it's done it? Both. I think storyline yeah. great. The storyline's great. By season okay. five, it really picks up, but the end of season seven really, really t- tips it over the edge. But you see, I'm the, I'm the other way. Rebels, the the next series after Clone Wars, I can't, I don't like the animation of Rebels. Like I can't watch it because yeah, I have a hard time. And I've I've only gone back and watched the the essential Ahsoka episodes. Uh, and that's it. I can't sit there. Maybe and that's watch what I'm. Right maybe now. that's what I'm thinking of. Maybe I maybe I've confused them. But I remember sitting down and trying to watch one of those, and I was like, "Ooh, this animation is is terrible." Yeah, yeah it looks the, like yeah. <laughs> Rebels, Rebels was was bad for me. I th- I think Clone like Wars shitty animation. Computer is really animation. Yeah, it's like watching a reboot. If you ever remember the show <laughs> Reboot. 
terrible. Shitty ass or Kotalioko, shitty ass Canadian animation or whatever it is, but Transformers Beast Wars. Yep, kind of like that. There you go. Transformers, Transformers Beast, Wars. Beast Wars was badass back in. It the was day. badass. Yes, the content was badass, but I mean the computer animation for its time was really good too. But but yeah, I would definitely say check out Clone Wars. It's Clone Wars over content. over Rebels. Yeah, because yeah, I, I was thinking about maybe taking a dive into one of those over during my summer break here. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff, man. Have you guys, if you, if you haven't read Sandman, I keep telling people now is a great time to read Sandman. We just read uh, for the podcast, we just did the Lucifer spinoff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming off that is good. Yeah, I'm really excited for some Sandman stuff that's going to be happening here soon. Yeah, what I mean, I know they just did a script reading for it, where um, and James McAvoy did the the lead characters vocal or voiceovers. But have they even oh, said anything else working. going with that? Yeah, like they haven't said anything else with like coming to TV. I know they've been trying to put in that in production for years now, but nothing's ever come of it. Well, the last we heard is that it's going to be a TV series on I think HBO, right? Uh, I mean, I've I've heard HBO, I've heard FXX. I mean, it's it's kind of been all over the place. I wouldn't be surprised if it was going to end up being HBO Max. But I heard it's going to be a I heard it's going to be a hot topic production. Hot topic. There you go. <laughs> We're starting a network. It's like Care Bears and Sandman. Yep. <laughs> it's just going to be a bunch of emo kids that take the new drug in town called Care Bears, and they fall asleep <laughs> and they meet the Sandman. If you, if you look a Care Bear, you're gonna get so high, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, he's so high. He's giving me the Care Bear stare. That's what Brian's doing right now—the Care Bear stare. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to keep my eyes open. Just so gone. Just so gone. Um, one of the big things talk about this too. Did you guys have you guys seen that uh, Robert Pattinson has said that he's not gonna work out during quarantine? Batman production. The Batman production is is halted. Robert Patton said he wants to set a precedent and not work out during quarantine because he feels that Hollywood is is controlling the way people's bodies look. And good, I'm so that. sick of my body image issues. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> look at Kyle is so done. He will only show us his head in the yeah. frame. Yeah. <laughs> he's so he's so ashamed. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want you to see this. You won't hey judge my body. <laughs> I, I think the fact that there's a story about it that we're talking about it is fucking stupid. He's a he is an artist. He doesn't I'm care. I'm not gonna work out while I'm quarantined. Fuck off. He doesn't care about working Vampire. out. He is an artist. Is, isn't that the dream though? Is getting cast in one of these superhero movies and getting like the world's best nutritionist and the best trainer and just being like, holy smokes, I'm about to change the like the physical structure of my body this would be i think that would be like the fun part of getting that gig is look just what, look what it did for uh, what's his name? camille nanjiani uh the dude from yeah. silicon valley he's in eternals and he got jacked like overnight it feels like and yeah and like everyone's all over him now like he's or like the hottest chris, thing in Hollywood. chris pratt back in the day and all these mm -hmm. these people and it just seems like they always complain about it. it's like oh i couldn't eat anything but you're like dude like come on now come on <laughs> like, you, 
it's changed your career. You get totally different roles now. You know, every chick at the bar wants to fuck you. Like you're you're good. I'm like you got to eat strawberries for like a week straight. So what? Shut the fuck up. Hey Kyle, we want you to play Dick Grayson in in a Batman movie, but you got to work out. You know what, man? I'm gonna have to tell you, it's a hard pass. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to decline it. You know, I just I like being a fat tubby piece of shit. Well, Kyle, well, we're gonna get you a personal chef, and we're gonna build a gym in your house. What do you say now, buddy? I don't do push-ups. <laughs> as long as long as all I could just eat Kentucky Fried Chicken and sit there and do nothing. Getting out of getting out of bed accounts for a sit up. <laughs> Just attempting to get out of bed in the morning counts as a sit up. Count me off, babe. And one. <laughs> I'm gonna I break a sweat when I go to my room to my office chair. Like he doesn't need to be built. Like I don't think he needs to be. Built. He just needs to maintain his frame and stay in shape because Keaton wasn't big, Keaton yeah. wasn't massive. I don't, like, I don't like. A, I don't like. I don't like a big like. Yeah, I don't like a big buff Batman. You can't move around easily. I like a more aerobatic, you know, a swan-like Batman, if you will. <laughs> I mean, I liked I liked Ben Affleck's Batman for the the character he was portraying, the Dark Knight Returns style Batman, the the thicker, but. He doesn't need to be like super ripped, no. man. He needs to be toned, yeah. and I'm sure he probably already is from just being a vampire, his, being a vampire, being and sparkly and blood, you know, and, and running really fast up the mountain to catch his girlfriend, you know. But <laughs> right, uh, look at Captain. I, Solo I can read lines. So Solo, he says, "Look at Captain America, Chris. In the beginning, he was tiny. Then, boom, started to work out and gets his cat bod." It's true. He did it with drugs, though. I would just wish I could be cast in a movie and, you know, like Travis said, have personal chefs and trainers come over and build a gym in my house and just get paid millions of dollars to just work out for 12 hours a day. Yeah, and have all the best, like, drugs. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not competing. Like, weed? Fucking shoot me up yeah. with testosterone, man. You're That's not, you're fine. You're not sitting here hound, trying to decide, like, what protein powder to use or what supplement. Protein shake! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what supplement to use. You got people doing, like, take this, drink that. You're doing it all for you. Yeah. Like, That's the hard part about getting in shape. You feel like you're doing stuff, and you're like, is this even helping? Am I putting all this effort for, like, little reward? But you know that if you have this huge this great trainer everything you do is going to have some positive outcome physically and the way you look and the way you perform i'm going to start trying the four the four second uh, exercise routine well, you I, heard that I, I noticed that you and brian are already on the 12 ounce curl diets he's 12 curling them 12 ounce squirts and you're hitting them 12 ounce uh, whiskey cokes this is a cake for a love machine <laughs> Look at Brian's doing a lap right now around right. his house. He's already winded. <laughs> He's on a scavenger hunt. He's on the scavenger hunt for that swamp thing weed. <laughs> He's doing the one ounce curls. Yep. <laughs> that swamp thing weed. It's like grandma's boy. It's the shit's a Frankenstein where they call it the Frankenstein. Because after you smoke it, you walk like Frankenstein. It's Brian's is the swamp thing. 
after he smokes it, he partners with a dude who calls himself Constantine, and they go <laughs> and investigate paranormal activities. There you go. Yeah, you should create. When, when in reality, like- Brian just gets really high and passes out in his backyard and <laughs> stares at the sky and thinks he's. It never like, happened. He just. Yeah. Dude, you know what I just did? <laughs> he wakes up with grass stains on him. All of a sudden, he thinks he's swamp thing. No, nah, dude, you're just sitting in a lawn chair. No, nah, man, I was hunting ghosts. No, I'm telling you, you're sitting in a lawn chair. Then he fell over. <laughs> no, I did it. <laughs> He's just so stoned. His brother just comes over and kicks over his chair and he just lays <laughs> in the grass. Leave me. Uh, Abby's just licking him in the face. Yeah. Today's been a long day, man. I feel like uh, half out of it. <laughs> like lucid dreaming right here, right now. Good for you. There you go. This is all a dream, yeah. man. Like you guys were talking about, I don't know, it must have been episodes ago on, uh, I think Matt brought it up, um, uh, when like quarantine was really tight about doing like a 24-hour geek podcast marathon where you just like like keep it going for 24 hours. And I thought that was a brilliant idea. Just tag like, everyone off. comes in. It's yeah. so with, brilliant with, that we did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did not promote that shit well enough. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> Did you love? Did you really do it? Twenty four hours? Did no, you guys do it? No, no, no. Oh, I would God. love to. Though. I, would <laughs> like, love I to was invited. <laughs> I would love to do it between all of the the local and geek podcasts that just do a twenty four hour show and every, tag off. Everyone like has like an hour like thing they're going to talk about where they can do like the online slides. You'd be like, I'm going to talk about uh, Ahsoka's ass for like an hour. <laughs> I don't know whatever. Could, it is. This is the show but, that can do that. We, we yeah. talked about Batman's route for a good hour and a half. We could we could definitely Shit, two talk weeks about. You talk yeah. about. <laughs> we could definitely talk about Ahsoka. <laughs> we could do the best ass in comics. There we go. Twenty four hours. We got content for that. <laughs> yeah, <let's laughs> Just tag it. off between all the shows. We and should then, do it for New Year's. And then when when everyone is finally ready to go to sleep, we'll we'll have Couch Crunchers go last to just put everyone out. Just, just to make you all go night night. That's there it is. I'm just that's kidding. what we should do. That's, what we should, that's how we should ring in 2021. There we go. Just a 24 hour podcast. Yeah. We got to make sure that we get the prime slot though. What? I don't know what the prime slot would be. Midnight? 11 p.m. for one. Yeah, when everyone's watching us all <laughs> drunk and drunk and I. But. We should. I would totally be down for it. 24 hours of a podcast. We'd oh, have to find like a dope charity to do it for or something. Really promote that shit. We yeah, it wouldn't take shit. Kyle's Volkswagen. There you go. Kyle's Volkswagen fund. We just do shifts of three people, you know? There you go. Mix and match it. I'm a different time zone, so I can pick up those those late hours. Oh, yeah. He can go the hours where we're all sleeping <laughs> and it's the middle of the day there, huh? There you go. <laughs> It works. You just gotta, you just gotta make sure that you get. Um, what's your part? Josh is your partner's name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's just gotta be hammered, just like on <laughs> oh, our yeah. show, hammered the entire time. <laughs> like just telling everyone to shut up and, and <laughs> yeah. just interrupting. He's gotta be that hammered the entire time. There's, there's like a twenty minute sweet peak spot with Josh, and once you get over that, then I become sloppy. Yep. <laughs> in his prime for 20 minutes <laughs> yeah you're like hold on it's starting guys like a like a beautiful geranium just blooming 
just for he wanted 20 to minutes, guys. Drinking, and he came on the right show to do that. Yeah. <laughs> just hammered drunk. <laughs> Why is all chat messages getting deleted? I don't know. I'm not doing anything with the chat. He's... Oh, Michael Stout's deleting him. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. What, did he get put in timeout for something? That must be awesome. <laughs> or he got put in timeout for something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. Everyone, though. I know. Solo Wookiee was hidden by Michael Stout. Solo Wookiee was unhidden by Michael Stout. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Uh, funny stuff. Good stuff. So, do uh, the consensus. Uh, New Mutants. New Mutants uh, got another release date in, Ooh, aug- in August. At this point. Oh, he said, because my son's a dickhead and grabbed my phone. God. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so awesome. New Mutants. Is it coming out in August? Finally, does anybody care anymore? Is this movie just dead in the water and old news now? I put I put New Mutants in the same bag as the Snyder Cut. Yeah. More like Snooze Mutants. Am I right, guys? Right. I do like your your you know self your shameless plugs though, Travis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Any show you got. This comment is brought to you by ComicsExposure.com. There you go. Just your <laughs> shameless plug wherever you can get it in. That's right. But I think general consensus is no one cares about New Mutants anymore. I agree. Uh, ended already. Too much of a tease. I tried oh, to be watching the trailer again for this podcast to see if it sparked any kind of like, oh, am I still interested? I shut it off like 30 yeah. seconds into it. <laughs> right. Who cares? Um, so I was telling like, so originally this episode was going to have a very different title. I was going to go over a very idiocracy way with it. And say, uh, you know, Idiocracy brought to you by Amazon. Because Amazon is looking at buying AMC theaters who are about to file bankruptcy and buying them out. So instead of Carl's Jr. buying up the world like an Idiocracy, maybe it's Amazon that's going to do it. I think it's going to be a tight race between Amazon and Facebook. And Disney. And Disney, yeah. It's going to be a that's, three-way tie. Three-way race. That, I'm really worried about this. I'm really worried about theaters right now um kind of like the way we were worried about comic shops you know uh it's just i mean there's it's just so important to our culture to have that place to go to and to have it run by people who respect the medium and and want to showcase it innovate it and also same time have places to go and you can watch old movies on real film and there's this mix of constantly it, uh, reinventing the form and how we watch it and also going back and like playing the classic movies in different ways and and I, I don't know man it's it's I hate to think that if I ever do decide to have children <laughs> then 15 years like I can share with them that same kind of experience of going to a movie theater and I know things change and I know that there are plenty of things like the drive-in theater just doesn't a th- really a thing anymore uh, but Man, I think that our culture, especially American culture, would lose so much if if we don't protect these theaters and we don't let these big theater chains be put in the hands of people who really care about them and are really willing to give them the attention and love that they deserve. That's actually one of the things here in this whole quarantine thing that have like been reinvigorated is the drive-in theater. Like they've got Mm pop-up drive-in theaters all over town, Mesa and out in – 
the lakes and, and things like that. They're doing pop-up driver and driving theaters. So it's, it's pretty cool. Driving for like two miles from my house are yeah. always packed. So yeah, kind of reinvigorated that medium too, but that was always a dream of mine. It was to open like not a theater, but like a movie house where you just make it an experience where you do those things. Where like for the next three nights, we're showing you know all the Ninja Turtle movies back to back, and people are coming in costumes, and we're bringing in old Ninja Turtle arcade games to the lobby, and we're you know like just like really like theming stuff out and making it an experience, and 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 doing that again. But there's no money in that. <laughs> You know, like you would go bankrupt. I mean, people have tried to do stuff like that. And like film bar always, down. Yeah, it always comes in like really hot. And I think even film bar, I think there's a good job at that. I think they could take it further, but they probably don't. It's probably not their, whoever owns it. I, I guarantee they're not making money hand over foot on that place. No. no. Uh, we actually been doing a lot of stuff at film bar lately with the podcast stuff. And that place is just hanging on threads. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised they'll they get through the. Uh, they sold a shitload of of like lifetime passes. That really, really, it, it kept them going. Mm. But the only problem is they sold like all these passes and all these certain things, and now when it catches up, people have already bought this, and now they're going and they're going to be able to reap these benefits of having this, you know, these this stuff that they bought to keep it open during quarantine. I think that's going to be the hard part later. Well, well I think we're giving, you know, there's the, we're talking about like stimulus packages to different um, sectors, uh, business sectors of society. I think film needs to be in there. Uh, we underestimate the importance of film in spreading the idea of, you know, democracy in the last uh, hundred years. Uh, the reason that uh, American culture uh, permeates the world is because of of the film industry. The reason that that um, American culture and some of these ideals that we hold dear are 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 being adopted, and we're seeing that and, and being appreciated is because of film. And if we're going to bolster the airline industry, which has done nothing but you know rape customers for the last 20 years, excuse the hyperbole. We we've got to back up. We've got to put some dollars down to save this institution. I agree. hundred percent. I mean, film, no matter what you, how you slice it, going to the theater is always an experience. And like, I, I, I know Kyle likes to watch it at home. I prefer going to the theater. I know a lot of people that are on both sides of that, that, that fence, but it's always a spectacle to go to watch a movie in the theater and you know, it's an experience and you pay for the experiences as much as the film. So I agree. I think it's an industry that is worth saving, but then again, the, an industry that's got to kind of save itself too a little bit. Yeah. And they can't rely on reboots and remakes and, and superhero movies. Mm -hmm. They, they got to kind of find that, you know, more originality or a new voice and kind of, spread itself and boots itself into to the you know the now instead of trying to live in the past and capitalize on that's, what once was that's an excellent now, point maybe, maybe you're right uh, you make an excellent point maybe by letting it it's got that phoenix rising right maybe if we let it kind of crumble it will come back in a new way that is going to make some corrections to kind of like this doldrum of these remakes since the last we've seen the last 20 years maybe this is kind of like the the plague wiping out kind of that business mindset and we can get some more newer voices newer styles and stuff like that are you guys so pretty I, good at remembering uh if you like saw like robin's like, nope. theater memory nope nope <laughs> i'm sorry what, what was that travis 
when it comes to movies, are you especially movies you saw when you were a kid or a teenager? Can you be like, oh, I, I definitely saw a movie in a theater, and I could tell you who I was with? Oh yeah, I can. <laughs> Brian, no, he's like no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I remember the Crow. I went, to, I went with my buddy Chuck to go see it when it came yeah. out. We stole a bunch of money from his stepdad so we can go see it. Quarters. Yeah. Yeah, so many so many stories of, I think, individual lives are revolved around like, oh, I remember seeing that movie with this person. And then you can remember the kind of day around it. We stole quarters. We went to this. Or it was the day after prom. We were all hungover, you know, this. And, and so these movies become uh, going to a theater. Now, if I stream something and I'm like, I sound like, oh, yeah, I watched that on my couch uh, three years ago with so-and-so. It, you know, it doesn't have that kind of resonance. No, I remember lying to my mom and telling her I was going to see another movie and snuck in with my buddy to go see Starship Troopers. Um, kind of the same thing for Jane and Bob Strike Back. So, I remember my grandma took me to go see Dream a Little Dream. That's cute. And I she remember, was like, what the fuck is this movie? I remember seeing Wayne's World for the first time and laughing so hysterically. And I never learned to read. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's World was so fucking funny, man. Yeah, I remember I remember them not letting us get into Terminator 2. My dad bought us the tickets and was like, here you guys go and let us walk in with them. And they're like, no, we're not going to let you in. And my dad went fucking ballistic on them. Like, if I want my kids to see the movie, they can see the fucking movie. <laughs> fucking yelling at them and shit. They let you in? Fuck no. <laughs> well, all we did is we said we we're going to go see another movie and just snuck in. See, when I was, my grandfather, when I was a kid, he used to, I didn't go to a lot of movies when I was real, real young. So he would always run them from Blockbuster and then like record them on another tape and send them to me. So that's like how I got the Ninja Turtles movie and all that. I had it on a bootlegged VHS copy. But I remember the first movie I went to see with my dad was Beavis and Butthead to America. Oh, wow. <laughs> my dad took I, me to go I, see Beavis and Butthead do America. I thought for a second there you're gonna be like, uh, you know, my grandpa, you know, we wouldn't he wouldn't take me to the movies, but he would reenact them for me. <laughs> yeah. That'd be <laughs> all fantastic. Right, so and then Garth comes in and he's all like shooing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he, sounds, and he sounds just like Billy Madison too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, my grandpa's version of Billy Madison was much better than the, the movie Billy <laughs> Madison. And then he rolled down the window and said, do you have any gray poop on Shabla yeah, yeah. uh, Shampoo is better. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just reenact movies like that. Got, I got real Broadway plays. Real, real cinema is my movie-going experience. It's like Be Kind Rewind. My grandfather just reenacted yeah. the movies for me. <laughs> that's how that went oh man but uh times so i don't know people are saying times are changing in quarantine i've yet to really like i said our quarantine just ended today i've yet to really go out and eat at a restaurant yet or try to go out to anywhere but the grocery store which i'm going to do that tomorrow but you bought all those comics man you get yeah, your, your funds are low <laughs> <laughs> they are <laughs> well you know Honestly, Corona has been a big supporter in that because since San Diego Comic-Con got shut down and all these conventions that I've been saving up for got shut down, I had a little bit of a thrown around money. So just 
threw it around on comics that I probably would have bought there anyway. So, yeah, I know. just bought a guitar last night on a whim. On and I was just like, I'm just gonna buy this because uh, I'm gonna be stuck at it's still like on lockdown here in Japan. I'm like, well, I'll probably and I'm the teacher, so I have summer break coming up, so I don't even have the distraction of online classes. So I'm just I'm um, qualifying purchases based on like, oh yeah, I'll, I I have all this time, I. I should get a new guitar because then I can play it more. Or I should spend this much money on the whole Preacher omnibus because I had the summer to read it. And it's killing me. My <laughs> my <laughs> rationalization for spending money based on the fact that I'm going to be stuck at home is killing my bank account. Oh, I'm sure oh, we'll all be... a project car. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah, all exactly. be quarantined again in, in about a month <laughs> exactly. and a half because people are treating it like, like we said, we were joking around at the beginning of the show, but when you go out here you see people treating it like Corona doesn't exist anymore and there's right. no social distancing. There's most people aren't wearing masks. Yeah. They're treating it like nothing ever happened. So, and we're going to be locked down again in probably a month and a half anyways. So we'll, we'll revisit that when we're all in lockdown again. But um, where I was going with that is some restaurants are going to extreme lengths to make sure that you socially distance. There's restaurants using blow up dolls to enforce so- social distancing. So, and every, you know, empty seat to spread people apart. They're putting blow up dolls, which is kind of, I call them inflatable erotic partners, Matt. (laughs) 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 I think in China, they're putting pandas in, on, in chairs, like little stuffed pandas. (laughs) I thought like real pandas, just like just munching on bamboo, just eyeballing you. <laughs> they're just looking at you. Crazy. All right, so uh, what's so the story is they're putting inflatable things in there to just kind of like give the illusion that it's full. Yep, to give the illusion that it's full and to have people know where they can and can't sit. So if you walk in and you see a restaurant full of inflatable dolls, that's that's probably why. Are they really? This? I wonder if they're really the sex doll ones with the faces that look like this. They're just like. People are just shoving breadsticks in the mouth. Like, oh, look at this. Have you guys, you guys, turn your head, Timmy. Turn your head. Did any yeah. of you guys go to that Marvel restaurant there that's opened in? Uh, I don't forgot where it is. The Phoenix. I've never been to it. Look away. But it opened up. Like a, did you guys go to it? No, I haven't been there yet. Yeah. They can dress their inflatable dolls up like superheroes. There you go. Even yeah. better. And we could sell them our superhero scented candles. Yeah. Come. Exactly. Come back around, full full circle. <laughs> hey, if Gwyneth Paltrow could send you a, a candle that smells like a vagina, which I 100% believe started a coronavirus, we can send you one that, that, smell that smelled like, like your butt. Yeah, we can send one that, that smells like <laughs> Did she really? That one that smelled like a butt? <laughs> <laughs> what does that smell like? Does it smell like Warren Beatty's dick? <laughs> I don't know. You tell us. <laughs> yeah. It smells like Dick Tracy. <laughs> but and, hey, at least you get to smell of fucking Madonna's butt candle. <laughs> I don't I don't like the smell of butt, period. Why would I want to smell Madonna's <laughs> butt? Because <laughs> Madonna's butt must smell like fucking Oh, I'm sure it does. Drinks. Oh dude, it's like a it's like a circus. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like peanuts and popcorn. <laughs> An elephant shit. <laughs> oh, that, man, it smells like fresh rain in this this restaurant. What is it? Oh, that is our new candle, um, Oda Madonna's ass? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So you can burn Madonna's ass while 
Gwyneth's vagina is burning. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Derriere, Madonna. You get, the, you get the cross scents. Scent Dude. of a Hollywood woman. And when you cross the two scents. It's like Ghostbusters. Yeah. Don't cross the streams. Don't cross the ass and vagina scents. <laughs> Jesus. What a world. You're burning, the, so you're burning the J-Lo ass with Madonna Vaj, man. I told yeah. you not to do that, bro. Yeah. Oh, man, my bad. <laughs> oh, it smells like a Boy Scout potluck in here. Jesus Christ. Oh, my oh man. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. A Boy Scout potluck. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Just pull random words together. Hey, you know, it. No, it, it doesn't turn out well, but what are you going to do? <laughs> Um, and the last little thing I had is that uh, the Schumachers have uh, want you to understand that they are very, 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 very sorry that they ever made Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> they have come <laughs> out and officially apologized for writing <laughs> and making Batman. Why? And Robin. What triggered them to come out and say that? Just because it's such a terrible movie and it's it's highly it regarded as one of the worst movies ever made so, i mean like like they're stuck in quarantine they dwelled on it so much i guess or, like or people have nothing to better to do than tweet them and be like hey schumacher your movie fucking sucks do yeah. we get reparations now because <laughs> they officially apologize he's sitting there and he's like fuck man you know what the movie fucking sucked <laughs> i can't believe it took me this long to figure it out Damn. Like, like, what the fuck, man? He must have taken, like, acid or something, and it was, like, on this weird dwelling trip or something. Yeah, he was taking some, like, psychoanalysis. Like, like, yeah. Just coming into terms of his demons. He had a virtual... Um, he had a virtual session, and it came out, the session. Und tell us now about und, und Batman and Robin. How does it make you feel? And he's like, actually, I feel kind of shitty. Mm, let's go further into this. Yeah. So tell Bat me about it. Batman and Robin was uh, critically revealed and remains the lowest grossing live action Batman movie at the worldwide box office. Wow. The movie has received the most nominations. At the Golden Raspberry Awards, the worst—they uh, awarded the worst film with Alicia Silverstone winning the worst supporting actress award. <laughs> so much movie in that money in that movie. Which I'm sad Corbin's not on tonight because he's like when he wants to debate me tooth and nail that Batman Forever is the greatest superhero movie ever ever made. Was he saying that dumb shit like last week? Yes. And he's been saying it all week long. Because you know Corbin, love the guy, but when you get him on something, he sticks to his guns. Hey, good for him. That's why we're just casual Batman yeah. fans, though. That's why we're still hearing about Gotham by Gaslight. What are you gonna do? Fucking casual Batman fans, motherfuckers. <laughs> Goddamn casuals. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy casual Batman. So, fans. Travis, I gotta ask you a question. Solo Wookie in our chat is very worried about this. This is about the second or third time he's asked me. He wants to know if you've gotten any Trump bucks being in Japan. I do because I pay uh, state uh, and federal taxes, so they gave me uh, Trump bucks. There you go. 
Not mm-hmm. even in the economy, and he's stimulating the economy. <laughs> he's stimulating the Japanese Good. economy, huh? Good for That's you. That's true. That's true. That's true. I buy from Amazon too. I, I we all give it to Amazon. I buy from Amazon too. You get the cool Amazon though, don't you? The Japanese did you, Amazon. Did you see that? You have to have a separate. You have a separate account. I have to buy two. Amazon Primes. My American Amazon Prime doesn't doesn't transfer over to my Japanese Amazon Prime. Oh no, that's terrible. And they won't and they won't leave stuff on your doorstep here. They're too kind. And, They're like, oh, we'll just come back. We, we will come back to you, trillionaire. <laughs> They're like, we don't want it to get stolen. We will come back for you. We will just wait here for you to come home. <laughs> you just come down. There's a little Japanese man kneeling at your doorstep. What are you? What are you doing? I have a package for you. And <laughs> Hey, I've been sorry. gone for a week. <laughs> I'm very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to know if you're on a limited time work visa. No, no, I'm gonna. It's called. This is like deep cuts. Um, I'm on a SOFA, a status forces agreement. So it's. Uh, it means that because I'm connected with the United States government, they give you like it's called a status forces agreement, which is a visa, which means as long as you have your orders like through the military, then you can you're can live here yeah because you're a teacher for on the military base right yeah yeah exactly there you go it takes a village people of teachers village people (laughs) yeah there you go ymca (laughs) so i guess the moral of tonight's episode is superhero scented candles buy a project car and you still get stimulated in, if you were an American citizen in Japan. Guys, I'm going to look to see if we, if how much it is to create your own candle scent. And I feel like each of our podcasts should create a specific scent. Uh, oh, and I yeah, and hygiene. I don't know what the smell of awesomeness is, though. Because that would be our it smells podcast. like whiskey and coke. <laughs> yeah, whiskey and coke. Whiskey and coke. <laughs> <laughs> Finely aged whiskey and coke. Unwashed beard. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you guys put like flakes of your beard in it, and every candle you get a. If you melt it down, you end up you end up with a pool of melted wax and just beard hairs or Gross. cube hairs. Pepper beard in there. Gross. There you go. Gross. With the just the the faintest stench of OG Kush. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's how you know you got a little brine in your candle. When you buy an absolute candle, you can tell by the smells. Who, who's in your candles? You get the little faintest smell of some OG Kush, or a little bit of Brian in every candle. Whiskey and Coke. You got some Kyle. Yep. Whiskey and Coke. It smells. It smells like a penguin. You got Matt. <laughs> yeah, it's a little all fishy. But speaking of Kyle, hey, if you guys want to support the show and you got your Trump bucks and stimulated, those Kyle Signature Series shirts are still on sale on our Etsy shop. Link in the description below. There you go. Do that. Support the support the show and buy a Kyle shirt because who doesn't want a Kyle shirt, right? Fucking I want man. a Kyle shirt. There you go. And this uh, this info or this uh, commercial was brought to you by CommonExposure.com. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Give you a little shameless plug. Um, yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah, it, it kind of is. You guys, anybody got anything else you want to talk about this week before we hang, head out into the world? Light, light week. It is. I got a few books left up on eBay. I'm about to discount them if you want them. Buy the rest up because I'm not selling any more books anymore. 
uh, if you guys want to, I got some Walking Dead's up there. I got some Green Lanterns up there. Th- thank you, you thank just, you, Corbin, for sharing that you're toileted at this time. Right. <laughs> He's like they're pissing out of his asshole. He's like, oh, yeah. no. I like the past tense of toilet. I like the, <laughs> I like the, I like the, turning it. I'm toileted. Somebody get Corbin the uh, the Batman candle to take care of his bathroom smell. Ooh, I like that. Get sweaty leather. <laughs> sweaty <laughs> leather. Take care of your bathroom smell. Smells like gaslight. There you go. Oh, Brian's candle could work both ways. It could be a. It could work for the poison ivy and the uh, the swamp thing. Do you think his favorite? Do you think he says? Do you think this is like he has? Corbin has this ultimate like giant game he's playing with you. When he says, um, you know, Gotham by Gaslight is like his favorite book, and then he gaslights you on comments like Batman Forever, is it? Do you think this is all a big scheme to just constantly gaslight you? And he's like like the Riddler, he's hidden that phrase in his favorite comic book of all time. Could this be a giant like uh, uh, game that he's playing? Is he, is he really a genius? I mean, I well, heard... It's, it's just Corbin's long work. He's just... Yeah. It's a work. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that the reason he's single is because the last girl he was dating broke up with him after he gaslighted her. And when I say gaslight, his favorite thing to do is dress up in his Batman PJs, you know, the ones we all had as kids with the little cape on the back. And he would give her the Dutch oven, but instead of a Dutch oven, he would call that a gaslight. So he's just <laughs> gaslights her. And she couldn't take it anymore, so she had to leave. And if you get a candle that doesn't light because it's sucked out of energy, you know you got one from Matt. <laughs> there you Ooh. go. Smells like Campbell's soup. Candle. Yeah, smells like candle soup. That's a good one, too. Damn. This one won't light. You're just getting tired as you're trying to light it. More and more exhausted. There you go. That's me. Sucking the energy out of everything. How the fuck did Corbin... Someone take his moderator privileges away. <laughs> Why? Why does that bother you so bad? <laughs> oh man, it's ugly. I'm glad he's giving us a play by play of his bathroom antics. I don't want any pictures. He doesn't have to prove it. <laughs> yes, please don't prove it. Uh, but yeah, anything. What What are you guys doing over in Common Exposure, Travis? To kind of tell us what what you guys got going on over there. Yeah, we've been since the quarantine, man. We've been doing normally we do like every two weeks. So we've been doing uh, trades every week. Um, uh, up. We are just uh, finished uh, Batman, uh, um, The Last Night on Earth. So that's up now. Uh, next week, we're putting up Lucifer. And then we're going to go into uh, our Marvelous Summer event where every week we're doing like a different Keystone story arc that we hadn't read about in Marvel. Um, and so, yeah, it should be a, a, a good time. Nice. Interesting. Where can everyone find you guys at? Oh, you can find us at ComicExposure.com or on any of your podcast platforms like Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, but we're not a visual podcast, so we don't have this cool setup with, that you guys have right now. So we're only audio, only for your ears. See, got to go visual, man. Kyle, we're yeah. getting requests from people in the chat that you share your uh, eBay eBay store. I think it's it's Phoenix Comics. We have issues. Yeah. That's, a title, that's a good title. Fucking A. Brian came up with that one. It's solid. Fucking A. What have you guys been up to on uh, the old podcast, Brian? Um, we're starting to finally bring in new uh, bring in um, people again with uh, the uh, 
quarantine ending here, so that's good. Um, At a socially continue. safe distance, right? Just making sure that I know. I know a couple episodes ago, I saw Keith pull out the tape measure, and he he went for the six foot. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of uh, fucking pissed me off. That fucking dick. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're just we're just chilling, man. We're we're um, yeah, filling filling uh, filling schedules, man. There you go. Yeah, hell yeah. Well, all right, guys. I think that's going to be it for this week. It was a light show, but I want to thank Travis for joining us. Uh, you know, you said an hour and a half, but when you get well, hanging out with us, the, uh, the good times just roll on and you just hang out a little bit longer, huh? So, oh, yeah. Times roll. It's pretty close so, to an hour and a half. We appreciate you hanging out with us and, and joining us last minute and filling in for Corbin, who's currently apparently sweaty locked on the toilet. Um, yeah. <laughs> But guys, if this is your first time checking us out on YouTube, please make sure that like and subscribe button and leave a comment below. Make sure you got that notification bell clicked so you know when we go live every Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Arizona time or Mountain Standard Time if you want to be specific. Uh, make sure to check out Travis. Or what? Mountain Time. Pacific. Or Pacific Time, either way. Um, you guys check out Travis on Comic Exposure. Uh, make sure to check out Brian on CBSI present Tales from the Flip Side, um, Bogcast, Hot 10, um, Brian's Weed Stash, Ripping Packs with Mac, <laughs> Wax with Mac, whatever, like every 19 other shows Brian does. Um, yes, make sure to check out uh, Tales from the Spinner Rack and get all your comic book centered. So are you uh, going to do... Are you going to do another fantasy draft again for the third week in a row? No. So we did um, the couple weeks ago, we did a build your own Avengers team where we built our own Avengers team with any Marvel character. That was fun. Last week we did a justice league fantasy draft where we basically like a fancy football drafted our uh, own justice league teams. That was fun. This week we're doing uh best in our opinion best movies versus best comic book movies that are as close or as accurate to comic books as possible so we're going to debate that so i'm probably going to hear corbin talk about batman forever for like the 19th time this week <laughs> can't wait for that um but yeah so got good stuff on sundays on tales from the spinner rack where we break down all your new release comics but since there's no release new release comics until next week that's what we're doing this week. So it's a lot of fun if you want to join us on uh, a Sunday evening. But What time uh, do you guys do that on Sunday? 3 p.m. Arizona time. So it's a lot of fun. You should come on sometime. Kyle, Kyle will never come on because he hates it. Yeah, I've been working from home. And so when I'm doing my morning stuff, I've caught you guys the last couple of weeks. So I'm normally not home during that time. It's been nice. It's good stuff. Yeah, because I forget it's Monday morning where you are, huh? Mm-hmm. So. I just like to bust balls. Yes, you do. It's funny. He's got a castrated dude, huh? <laughs> but guys, if you're listening to this playback on Monday, please make sure to do the Batman Dream Team. Please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. It helps us in all of our podcasting standings. Dream Team. Um, what what podcasting platforms can they find your show on, Travis? Uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, pretty much on the major ones. There you go. Make sure to. You guys should do a uh, best trade dream team fantasy league. All right. Well, that's a good idea. <laughs> for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Kyle. I'm Brian. 
I'm Travis. And we'll see you guys next time. Remember the takeaway from this week. Wash your nasty ass. Coming out of quarantine. You know who you are. All you nerds. Travis, Travis well, I says, take two showers a day. Travis says you all stinky. Make take it from a deal. former stinky kid. I know him when I smell him. A recovering stinky kid. <laughs>